Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. If you're seriously hurt in an accident, you'll want all the money you deserve. That's called justice. But there wouldn't be lawyers if justice was easy. No, justice is not easy. It's fought for and it's won. At Brown and Crouppen, we fight for justice every day. If you want some, call 222-2222. Because at Brown and Crouppen, justice is our business. 105.7 HD2. The Ryan Kelly Morning After. Ba-da-da. Thank you, Plaza. Doesn't this put you in a good mood? I love this song. They have a couple good ones. Taxi Cab. Smoke mm-hmm. Rings. Oh, you bet. Yeah, I'll be playing this at Jamaica during one of our four orgies next mm. week. There's going to be four of them? There could not be a worse song for an orgy than just Worst song for an orgy, Doug, go. (laughs) Probably this one. Cassie Moore. (laughs) I didn't see orgy on the itinerary, but I'll go back and check. Actually, it's on the fourth page of your packet. It's under optional. (laughs) Oh, good. Good. Okay. Uh, Caller Ellen says regarding uh, Jackie Kennedy, she was trying to pull the Secret Service agent into the car. Craig O'Neill, who I worked with in Little Rock, who I guess listens to the show, says uh, she was quoted as saying she was trying to grab the part of his skull that was blown off and brain that was blown off. That's from a documentary on History Channel a while back. Mm. So there we go. we got two different things from Craig O'Neill, who is an anchor in Little Rock, and from Caller Ellen. Yeah. Yeah, who knows what goes through your mind at a time like that? Yeah, and all these years later, we still don't have the definitive word on on what it was. And may never get it, I guess. They keep delaying the release of the files on it, right? Because the Freedom of Information Act allowed it, but then they had a special thing on it. I don't know, it was supposed to come out in 2018, but they kept moving it back. Yeah. You would think they would only move it back to protect somebody. Whether that's the Kennedy family or the people that did it. Yeah, more likely the latter. Yeah. If you're not orgying to steadfast eyes, you're not orgying. That's from KG and O-Town. Mm. Boy, yeah, but truth. my best friend's is a horrible one. That's a bad one to have an orgy to? Oh, jeez. I think it's good. My How hometown long it... of Atlanta. Jackson, are you getting nervous as it gets closer to, to spending four nights in the same bed as one of the most famous adult starlets in the <laughs> history of the game. No, she's so cool, and I don't know, we have a lot of similar interests, sports, BS, you know. I think it'll be fun. I think it'll be a really good time. She's such a sweet, like, personable person, so I think it's going to be great. When you do your sound story when you're 80 years old, 
this will be one of the stories you probably bring back. There you go. Remember the yeah. day when yeah. I got to do that? <laughs> it's, it's... Telling the grandkids. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and we played Best Friends by Cassie Moore during this orgy mm. in Jamaica. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I really got into it once she said, and I hold their hand up, talking about her hometown of Atlanta, of course. Mm. Yeah. I think that's a special moment for all of us. Not from Atlanta. <laughs> My well. best friends. My best friends. So good. Or is it my real friends? I don't my know. Real friends. Real friends. My real friends. So good. Okay. All right, fine. You, yes, some... you wanted me to go to it, I'll do it. Okay. I'm not, I'm not afraid to. Um, dear teacher, my wife's lover described her as dynamite in bed. I'll repeat the sentence. Dear Deidre, my wife's lover described her as dynamite in bed. Well, a little bisexual action. I don't know if I'm more angry about her affair or the fact that she could actually put some effort into having sex. Mm. She's never been adventurous in no. bed, and it's something I've always struggled with. So I was devastated when I discovered her affair. I'm 454, and my wife's 52. We've been married for 18 years and have two daughters, aged 16 and 14. We don't need to know how old the daughters are. <laughs> to the outside world, we have the perfect marriage. But our relationship has become one of friendship. It hurts so much to discover the saucy messages on her phone. Oh, how many people in the outside world know who you are? She clearly found her mojo with this man, as there were photos of her in saucy underwear and saucy. fruity messages about their sessions. Wait a minute, if I can interrupt, anymore. did you say man? Yeah. And what about the beginning? She said, my wife said she was the best in bed. My wife's lover described her as dynamite in bed. The lover could be a gentleman. Okay. Could be a lady. In this case, gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Hickey. Thank you. When I confronted her, she admitted she had bumped into an old friend while out shopping. They swapped numbers, started messaging, and it developed into an affair. Oh. The thing is, my wife had a hysterectomy a year ago, and although she's on HRT, sex seemed to be the last thing that was on her mind. With me, she only complains about the post-operative pain, but refuses to go to her doctor. I am always the one to initiate sex. Because even though our sex life is dull, I love getting close to her. I still love her, but at my age, I can't help but wonder if I've wasted the last 18 years with someone who has betrayed me. Huh. My heart is torn as to whether we can make this work or not. I can't forgive or forget, and the trust will never return. Is there any point in carrying on with a relationship? Well, this is a tough one, isn't it, yeah. this morning, Doug? Well, you yeah. just answered your own question. Get mm. out. Uh, let's see what Deidre says. Okay. Here's Only if she's truly sorry. She's betrayed you and needs to apologize sincerely. The trust isn't going to come back overnight, but I do hear from couples who manage to kickstart their relationship after an incident of cheating. Tell her your marriage is only half alive at the moment and you both need to make more effort. Ask her why she hasn't been more interested in sex with you. My support pack is she not keen on sex can help. Mm. Just make things up as you go along. <laughs> a heck of a support pack. A second support pack. Cheating. Can you get over it? Hmm. Will help. God almighty. But she needs to see her GP to have the pain investigated. Both your children will be happier if you can make this work, and you sound as if you still love her. You would also benefit from couples counseling, which can be arranged via Tavistock. What? <laughs> She's trying to make a buck off this? <laughs> it sounds like it. I would like a support pack that says, cheating, is it good for you? <laughs> it's just a little pamphlet, you read it, and then you get over it? It's an email. Dotem's got a couple of them. Oh. 
He actually sent away for it. It's not even a, an attachment. It's an email of her yeah. explaining what you should do. Copy and paste situation. <laughs> and did he pay for that? No. <laughs> do you have to pay for the support pack? No. He's just saying, can I get your support pack? <laughs> Dotum did, and she sends an email back. So it's somewhat legitimate? I got to talk no, to Ms. Deidre. Somebody, somebody that made up the what story do you want and makes up the answer. Well, I got to tell her she's got to start charging for these support packs. You, you don't like her business model. We can't just give it away for free. What's no. the point? Unless no. she's got a, well, then she some can, sort of interest in Tavistock. She can go to the... Well, <laughs> she has equity in Tavistock. Obviously, that's one of her sponsors. But you can go to your, you can go to the radio or the wherever you work for. The Sun. The company. Or at the Sun and say, look, I've, I've sent out 25 support packs this week. People are actually listening and reading. And they get a sponsor. Like Tavistock. Now, what is Tavistock exactly? Is, it, used to, it used to... Uh, I think the... Uh, they used to have a thing down in Florida, uh, Tigers, Windermere, uh, the club Tiger belonged to, and then the club Sorenstam and Ernie Els belonged to, like Nona. They would have a match each year, and it was called the Tavistock Cup. Okay, but what exactly is Tavistock? I don't know. But Since 1948, Tavistock Relationships has been building an international reputation as a leading training and research center in the therapeutic and psychoeducational approaches to supporting couples. Okay. There you go, Doug. A couples therapy center. I think Tiger's Club was Isleworth, actually. So Isleworth would play like no, no. It's called the Tavistock Cup. So I guess there was a lot of cheating going on in Florida where a lot of those people needed that. I don't know. Well, there's a lot of couples that probably go through therapy that when cheating's not the problem. So, so Tavistock went that. I don't think that thing goes on anymore because nobody really lives there anymore. Nobody lives where? Well, Tiger doesn't live in Windermere, so... I don't think they do that anymore, so Tavistock took their money and put it into Dear Deidre. Oh. Doug, do you know that Steph Claire Smith revealed what it gets her excited in the bed? No. No, I didn't oh. know. <laughs> Steph Claire Smith? Influencer? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Holy That's a whole God. job now today, isn't it? Influencer. Why don't we become influencers? We're not good enough. Anybody. We're not douchey enough, I can tell you that. S.G. Okai calls himself an influencer. You gotta really hate yourself to be an influencer. Is that right? Yes. It's a self-loathing byproduct. Well, you should. Isn't it the yourself. opposite, where you really think you're fantastic and need to share everything about your life to the world? No, those are the people well, it I depends hate how many, so much. It they, all they depends on followers. what they do in their lives. It's unbelievable. If you have a lot of followers, you're called an influencer. It doesn't matter. Lana Rhodes is considered an influencer. <laughs> Lana hits at 921. She has a million followers because she's porn. She's in porn. Yeah. Not an influencer. People watch you and jerk. Oh. Well, she's much more of an influencer than some of these random Joe Schmo that just hawk a product with like 15 viewers and say you're an uh, influencer. A fitness influencer has revealed how she doesn't watch pornography. Yeah, those are the worst kind of influencers. Oh. Fitness ones. <laughs> But there is one thing that gets her going in the bedroom. Steph Claire Smith opened up the conversation about pornography with her Keep It Cleaner co-founder, Laura Henshaw, in the podcast's most recent episode. Hmm. Quote, I have a question for you. Do you like porn? She asked Henshaw, to which the brunette laughed and said she was indifferent. The mother of one then said she doesn't watch porn and has nothing against people who do, but it doesn't excite her in the slightest. 
but she has been reading Colleen Hoover's Ugly Love, which had an impact on her sex life. Was there a reporter on the scene taking Isn't notes this for all a story this? that somebody doesn't watch porn? I this, is so. a, this is a story? As I was reading this novel, I realized that this is my kind of porn. It did some things to me. Basically what happened, I was reading this book in bed with Josh. And he's like trying to give me the eyes that he wanted to have sex. And I was looking at him like, no, no, no. This book was way too good. And I was right in the middle of one of those chapters. Huh. Henshaw then interjected to point out that instead of having sex with her husband, Steph was imagining herself in the book. I know, Smith laughed back. I kept reading, reading, and when I was reading the page, I was so excited about it that I put the book down and did the deed. Mm. And he was like, wow, what book are you reading? She then read a raunchy excerpt from the book to make her point. The conversation was posted to Instagram with a caption, okay, I did not expect this question or what followed it. Are, are books anyone else's thing or is it just Steph? Hundreds of social media users then gave their feelings. Ooh, hundreds. Yes, felt the same way reading the first chapter of Layla by Colleen Hoover. And this is now next on my list. Fellow influencer Mitch Orville. <laughs> okay, that's enough. We don't need to know what Mitch Orville's doing. No, what he thinks, the text what he's doing. Mitch Orville <laughs> in the engineer design facilities. Oh. <laughs> and you've got to be pretty good that if your guy in bed with you, Mitch is his name? Mitch Orville. Josh, no, whoever. Josh, you probably had a seaweed wrap on. Looks what? over and she can read in his eyes douches. he wants to have sex and then she can just look at him in his eyes. She, he can read her eyes. She, she said no. <laughs> Why don't you just say you want to have sex, honey? No. There. I can read his eyes. He wanted it. Then he could read mine, and I didn't want to. My ass. Makes for a better story this way. <laughs> I'm reading. Like, what is it about Mitch Orville that turns It's just on? everything. I've like never liked the guy. I would like to hear an excerpt. Not me. Oh. So basically, you're into JOI. You just like people talking dirty. Who is Mitch Orville, and why is he chirping? Yeah, he, started the, uh, <laughs> he started the popcorn thing. Orville Redenbacher. Yeah. Orville Moody. Oh, is, it, is, there, is there more... Orville Wright. Well, this guy's probably the most popular Orville been on this show. Mitch Orville. Mm -hmm. Why do we care what this lady we has don't. to say about a book? But how does the story Jackson intend? sends links over. That was it. That's the Jackson, <laughs> that was the link you sent over today? I thought it was hot. It wasn't even an actual story. Because <laughs> it like, was a recapping of a conversation on a fitness yeah, podcast. But that's like half of the New York Post article. We didn't even just, get an excerpt. It's just transcribing podcasts. It's like subtitled uh, to a conversation. And then social media's reactions to it. There's, there's One Twitter user said. Yeah, mm -hmm. There's no wider delta of information you'll get on New York Post. You'll get stories like that, and then they'll have exclusives, like big exclusive stories. They are covering the situation on Good Morning America oh my God. 3 as if it is recounting, take your pick of whatever biggest news story. It is yeah. every time I go to New York Post, it's TJ Holmes and yeah. Amy Rohrbach. Who had an exclusive. affair. They were co-anchors and That's had an correct. affair. It's it's the top every Robots. like every third day it's the top article and then there's three smaller articles underneath it. I think they would only do that if they got a bunch of uh, people reading the story online. I guess they probably put it on their website and thousands oh, of people read it. Oh, you're 100% right. So oh, they absolutely. said, okay, just keep doing that. Absolutely, absolutely. I would like to have the job of being in charge of a website that you post a story and then just screenshot 25 tweets and that's your article. A sad day as such and such passed away. 
She got plenty of love on Twitter. And you just 35 tweets. And there's your article. You want that job. Because you, don't, you do nothing. You don't write. Well, you can't have that job now. What? We're doing nothing. Well, yeah, but... You want more cash. You want a second job doing nothing. But, but be, doing nothing would be me saying... Ah, bad day at the laundromat yesterday. This is what happened. And then I tweeted out, and yeah. here's the responses. Jim said he didn't like it. Orville Redenbacher said, uh, never happened. <laughs> Orville Redenbacher. Mitch Orville. Never Mitch happened. Mitch Orville. Pumpkin head. <laughs> <laughs> I had the blog. same thing happen to me at the laundromat sign. He's proposing a blog. Jimmy Johnson. Yeah, Plowsy, just... you're a douche. That's from Josh Tuna. Mm. <laughs> just out of nowhere. It, <laughs> what the bro. hell? Reminds just me of the balloon party. Suck it, man. <laughs> I ain't into that. Josh Tuna. Go to hell. <laughs> that was a I'm nice here to stay. <laughs> I can't find this Mitch Orville. I ain't got time for these people today, man. <laughs> was that his name in the article, Josh Tuna? <laughs> no, it was in the text inbox. I don't know. It was in caps. Oh. Lousy, you're a douche. Joshy Tuna. Because <laughs> oh. Josh was the guy laying next to bed to the influencer, but I didn't think his last name That's was. That's correct. Two separate Joshes. 100% Josh Tuna tried to be a fitness influencer and got no viewers. Yeah. You think that's what this is about? Yeah. No one. I got to tell you, Doug, we don't. I don't call out specific hands. Do I think you have Queen Jack suited? I do, but it, but I give probabilities, probabilities, and I think Plowhawk's probability on this has about ten percent. Really? I think I think it's live. I mean, now Plowhawk is saying Joshy Tuna is a fitness influencer, and that's why he's upset. Oh, I'm not saying he's an influencer. You actually have to influence people to do that. <laughs> I think he attempted to. I think there's a difference between influencing people and being a complete waste of space. There's nobody listening to the show that's ever been in a fitness. Oh no, we had Fit Chick. Remember that throwback? Oh yeah. KG in O-Town goes to the gym every day now. Yeah, he's got a nice tight body. Yeah, he does. Cycling back on. What the hell's going on right now? Thanks. Old Appleton stepped in. Mm. He had to go in for some country time lemonade, and he's got some out <laughs> yep. on the porch now and rocking back and forth. <laughs> Brown's frozen. I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> it's him now. What are these guys doing now? <laughs> well, the, the name of the town is Old Appleton. Yeah, and he's the stepdad. Yeah. Isn't it like population 75? <laughs> it's not very big. You see it on the way down to Cape Girardeau. There's an exit. Yeah, it's a old, old Appleton. Appleton. The population is uh, 70. 70 people. <laughs> In 2021, it was the census of 70 people. And one of yeah. them is the old Appleton stepdad. Yeah. It was well, at 73 in 2020, so. Yeah. It's farmers. Well, in about four days, we'll be drinking some old Appleton rum. Nice. Sick. They have that down there, do they? Well, Appleton rum is from Jamaica. Think about that, Doug. Okay. You like rum, do you? Bring home a bottle. Nah, not particularly. No. Okay. Just to mention real quick, uh, the prize for today's email today is, again, Adam Sandler tickets, baby. My goodness. Oh, wow. Every day this week. So email in, man. Email Email in. You have 20 minutes for the design of your heating and cooling email, and you get Adam Sandler tickets for uh, February 10th. And that's a Friday or Saturday, right? Friday. How do you do? Yeah. Be a fun thing to go to. Yeah, see, if the ship pile rock thing would have happened on a Friday or Saturday, it wouldn't have had the impact for me. Well, hopefully he'll arrive sooner than halfway through the show. You would would think. He's on tour, so I think he's on a pretty... 
tight schedule where you can't really mess around. Adam Sandler is? Yeah. That one doesn't uh, get me as fired up as Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle, but yet I'm still fired up about it. Does that make sense? Yeah. That one fires me up as much as anybody. I so love, you put Adam I Sandler with... Who would be another somebody from like the SNL era he was on who was touring with? That's the thing. I mean, you had Chappelle and Rock together. That's what made it like you gotta go. But the Adam Sandler, if it was you didn't have, you'd go, holy crap, Adam Sandler is gonna be here, and he's. Uh, I can't imagine he's been to St. Louis much. Have you seen him, Jackson? Uh-uh. That's that's a bucket list one I want to see. I don't think I've ever seen him do a stand-up routine. It's a lot of music. I interviewed him. There you go, Doug. Well, this is about Adam Sandler. It's not about you. <laughs> well, Tim just said, has he ever been in St. Louis? Okay. He was he, here for the longest yard. He was here for the longest yard with Burt Reynolds and Chris Rock. Oh. I interviewed all of them. How was he? He was fun. He sat there and asked me questions and uh, was a delight. Burt Reynolds uh, thanked me profusely when I said you should have won the Academy Award for Boogie Nights. He said, I appreciate that. Thank you so much. There you go, but, uh, He still remembered that, that yeah. up until he's passed, right? Yeah. He was supposed to be in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Burt Reynolds was. I think I had a picture of me interviewing Adam Sandler. I think I got the second base in a Peoria movie theater and watching With Longest Adam Yard. With Adam Sandler? No. Let me finish. <laughs> Mitch Orville? Watching, watching The Longest Yard. Mitch Orville behind me. Mitch <laughs> Orville. Where was Josh Tuna? Uh, getting some reps in outside the theater. Oh. <laughs> now, Adam Sandler is promoting surprise special guest. I'm they curious. Won't, he won't announce who it is. I like you know who idea. it is? No. Oh. So I, I don't know if it'll be a big name or it's just they're throwing it out there with a, with a special guest. You know, maybe it's uh, Ashy Gray or whatever his name is. You mean Ashy <laughs> Simp? Ashy Gray. We don't want him. Oh, not DJ Trauma? Not Ashy Simp. Ashy Larry, yeah. But he's saying special surprise guest. I don't know. Maybe he'll bring one of his SNL people. Probably so. Maybe Bob Barker, who he beat up. Unmercifully, he did. Let's bring a bottle of rum I can get at Schnooks back from Jamaica. You don't have to interject all the time. Take a breather, but not into the mic. That's from <laughs> oh. Mister Six Three Zero One One. Wow, wow, wow. Oh, that guy took a heel turn. I don't believe you can find Appleton rum at uh, Schnooks. <laughs> I think Six Three Zero One One just pissed because, like, I think he made like a cameo in the video in the golf video. That golf cart was flying around. Oh, I'm telling you, it sure was. Yeah. He wants to see the video. And he wants to see it now. He get pissed, yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe next year. Well, I I like when they they squirm and are waiting for things. I think it's kind of funny. Yeah. That was our intention, <laughs> is to lead people into thinking. Sure, you think you're going to see the video in a week or so? No, it's going to be eight or nine. Oh, the camera? They don't even have film. Yeah. Develop it all in there? No. We got to send it away. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Adam Sandler yeah. tickets for the okay. design air heating yeah, and cooling nice. email today. James yeah. Carlton of the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency. It's my insurance agent, and I'd like to recommend him to everybody. 314-961-4800. Or go online at carltoninsurance.net. Customer service, a lost art. But not at James Carlton of the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency in Webster Groves. 314-961-4800. You go online and check out the Google reviews, and you will see 3035 star reviews design air heating and cooling uh, excuse me james carlton of the carlton state farm insurance agency i'm a client of both and i am thrilled that i am with james carlton 314-961-4800 or go online at carltoninsurance.net
net. Mr. Lick says he can get Appleton on for $20 from DoorDash. Oh, really? Okay, so you don't have to go to Jamaica. I didn't say how expensive it was. I just said I don't think you can go to Schnooks and buy a bottle of Appleton rum. Looks like it's a total wine. Well, that's, that's, not, that's, that's not Schnooks. That's not. You're absolutely right. Yeah, why don't you go to Schnooks, too? I bet you can probably buy a bottle of J. Ray Nephew. Try to get that. Maybe Schnook sells that. It's only fifty-four thousand dollars. Fifty-four thousand dollars for a bottle. Just have Orville Redenbacher and Jimmy Tuna. <laughs> <laughs> Doug, it's Mitch Orville and Joshy Tuna. No, it's, it's Jay Ray and nephew. Uh, guys, I just pulled it up. Appleton Rum is twenty-one ninety-nine at the Lafro Schnooks. Is it really? You can get it your chicken South City. skin duffel bag. Well, first, of all, oh, first of all, I didn't say duffel it was ex- bag. First of all, I didn't say it was expensive. <laughs> I just said it's made in Jamaica, and I don't believe that you can buy it at Schnooks. They got it down there in Loughborough. Well, <laughs> so, so one, yeah, South South City store will sell Appleton rum. Do you think the one in Hampton Village has it or not? I don't know. I don't know. I didn't say it was expensive. All I said was we'll be drinking Appleton rum when, in Jamaica. I took a tour of the plant one time. It's pretty cool. Uh, you can all and should bring back free Appleton rum mm. from the resort, or in Jackson's case, drink a lot of it because when some British girl wants him to explore the birthday hole, he'll have confidence. That's oh. some Carlos Spicy Wiener. Oh. Jackson, what if uh, a lass in Jamaica uh, will play, but she only wants birthday hole? Uh-huh. How do you handle that? If she's British, I'll waive all policies. Oh, wow. Oh. Yeah, it's really my thing. That's your kink. I wouldn't say kink. I would just say my interest. You like British girls? Yeah. Why is that? The accent is crazy. I think it's awesome. Australian? How about them? Yeah, yeah that's uh, tier 1A. New Zealand? Tier what? 1B. South Africa. What about it? Uh, that reminds me too much of Gareth. Oh. Mm. oh no. What about a Cockney? Uh, if it's like a white Cockney, like Michael Caine. Hey, Governor. That's, oh, a, that's a little that. uh, Dick Van Dykish. Take me to the birthday hole. <laughs> oh. That off. It was like Michael Caine's cockney accent. I'm all in. Yeah. Guys, they use Appleton rum in the bread pudding at Charcoal House. That's oh. a new poll eligible. Can you get some there? Well, if it was rum rum pudding, yes, not not banana pudding. Hey, any words on KG and O-Town joining the show and putting you in the cut corner? That's from Doug's Plumber. Mm. Don't understand the question. No, I don't either. Don't get it. <laughs> Who the F is typing a novel between that and the nose whistle? I can barely hear the show. That's from Aunt Peg. Plowsy was typing up a Dickens. Yeah, I was <laughs> typing up. A moment ago. Let me start another poll. Can you hear Plowsy typing? <laughs> I type 98 words a minute, bro. Do you really? Oh, yeah. So, again. Hunt and Peck or hands on home rules? Oh, now the only, like, the one class in high school that I love that I took, I'm glad I took when keyboarding typing. Yeah. Oh, I can. All day, man. Mace Somebody. dog in that class? No, nah, I don't think I had any anybody in that class. They missed out, though. Super easy. It is definitely a skill you use your whole life. Oh, my gosh. I can't get over the fact that, like, how quickly I can do it, too. And it was well worth it. I was good in high school, and then I just stopped doing it. And now I, I type with the one hand. They put that cover over the I'm keyboard? A, I'm a one-finger typer. And that's what, how we did yeah. it. Doug, here's Mike Francesa talking about his acting in Uncut Gems. Okay. Featuring Adam Sandler. All right, hit the lever plug. Which is our prize for the designer. Ben in Illinois. Mike, I liked you. I really liked you in Uncut Gems. Have you ever thought about doing more acting or been approached? Um, um, has anybody else contacted me about doing any acting? The answer is no. They have not. 
Would I listen? Absolutely. I love doing it. I, I really like doing I really liked working with Sandler. Uh, but I do like doing it. I did like doing it. Uh, I think it comes fairly naturally to me. Uh, I didn't need a lot of takes, although they do a lot of takes anyway. See, I'm always a guy that, that likes to do things in one take um, in my profession. Um, I like to handle things live. That's always been my way. I had two scenes. I, I wound up doing one was at the table when he came into the restaurant. The other one was in the kitchen when I was yelling at the guy about the Caesar salad. Um, and he was making a big bet. Uh, and he gave me a watch. Uh, I did the one at the table. We probably did like 15 or 20 takes. The one in the, rest, in the kitchen, which was very hot, we probably did about eight takes. Something like that. But I, I enjoyed doing it. I, did, I was there for one day, and it was a lot of fun. Would I do it again? Absolutely. But, again, they're going to have to call me. I don't, I would, I'm not seeking any roles or trying to get into the business. I'm not doing that. There it is. Take a pay cut, yeah. I mean, that was a minute 20 clip that could have been summed up in 10 seconds. He kept saying how much he enjoyed it. He kept it. saying, I really enjoyed it. He uh, was good in it. I'll give him that. Wouldn't you get tired as an actor doing 22 takes on every scene? Oh, yeah. David Fincher is the king of making people. I think it broke Jake Gyllenhaal one time. Like 120 takes on one scene. Oh, that's stupid. I was watching a, a Aubrey Plaza interview on uh, Seth Meyer, and she was talking about the movie I saw last week, Dirty Grandpa, with Robert Robert De Niro. <laughs> and the very end of the movie, the whole the whole premise of the movie with her is that she wants to have sex with Robert De Niro because she thinks he's a professor college professor um and the very end of the movie they do get in bed together and and the scene probably takes 20 seconds she just kind of jumps on top of him with a thong on and they start going up and down she said that scene took all day to film oh, and it was like 20 seconds did De Niro write this film where he has sexual intercourse with a girl like, <laughs> in her mid to late 30s no he didn't write it but she said the only reason she took the role is she they she they wanted her to read for the lead role for Josh uh, Joshy Tuna. No, who's the God? What's his name? The good-looking dude who's Doug, Josh. Doug, who's Come a good-looking guy? Josh Tuna. Josh Tuna. Josh. Josh Demille. Josh Demille. who's married to Fergie. Mitch Orville. <laughs> no, if he, somebody wants to pull up Dirty Grandpa, he's Doug. Was it Josh Demille? I don't, I don't know who it Josh is. Hartnett. He was in Pearl Harbor. Yeah. I think you're right. I said that already. <laughs> I didn't Closet hear you. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and it's, I, I heard 9,000 Josh's coming. I the didn't person hear you're Hartnett. thinking of is Zach Efron. All right, Zach uh, Efron. Guy's okay. Aubrey Plaza at uh, 940. Thank you. Zach That's from No More As Play. He's <laughs> the doctor who tracks all these times. Oh. Jerry Grandpa's a 10% on Rotten I was close to his. Great story. You take a lap. That's it was from Zach Efron. <laughs> anyway, she wanted the role of the, the girl who was going after Zach Efron. That's what they wanted her to read for. And she said, I want the role of De Niro because I want to have sex with Robert De Niro. That's what she said. Here's the critics' consensus on uh, Rotten Tomatoes <laughs> about Dirty Grandpa. Like a Werther's original drop down a sewer drain, Dirty Grandpa represents the careless fumbling of a classic talent that once brought pleasure to millions. <laughs> so they're not high on it. No. 10%. Would you give it good or bad? I've never seen the picture. Oh. I enjoyed it. Oh, Sneezins is bad. I've never seen a movie that has 10% of rotten teas, and I liked it, so I would assume bad. How many people reviewed it, though? 137 reviews. Yeah, it's not enough. <laughs> Too small for samples. Yeah. Not, not enough. Not enough. 25,000 audience reviews. A couple thousand. 
She was good in it, though. She was her typical. Do you find yourself falling in love with Aubrey Plaza? It's your new celebrity crush. Seems as if. I think it is, yeah. So are you in love? No, I love her work. I think she's she's quirky. She's funny. She's never taking herself seriously. Have Dog you finished Parks and Rec yet? Yeah, I'm on season five. Is it? It's good. Right? Oh, I love it. Yeah, it's fantastic. Oh, yeah, she's wary, great cause... in that. She's starting to open up a little bit. She's not as oh, dark as she used so to be. Oh, she's so freaking good, yeah. Gaga's yeah. now yesterday's news, and you're on to Plaza. But Amy Poehler's very good in that, too. <laughs> Guys, learn Lana Rhodes and Aubrey Plaza all in one show. I hit the parlay. That's from the weightlifting podcast. Well, it can't, it, it can't pay mean, out that much. What do you mean you hit the parlay? <laughs> God forbid I like an actress. Oh, yeah. Talk about it. Come on, no. Jesus yeah. Christ. Sydney Sweeney was... Yeah, well, once euphoria starts, up, euphoria starts up and she takes her top off again, I'll talk about her. Oh. I know. I, I love that show, but, man, it makes me have weird feelings after I watch it, though. What, what kind of feelings? It's just like, you know, it's dark. It's intense. Euphoria? Yeah. You. Zendaya just won the Golden Globe for that. Luis Zendaya. Uh, Tony Zendaya was with yeah. the Cowboys, correct? Uh-huh. He got second for his role. Yeah, she. I think she won the over. Butcher. No, Julia Garner was. Um, she won for supporting actress. Zendaya was lead actress. And she won. <laughs> she is good in it. Is she? Yeah. Well, I haven't seen a lot of these pictures. No, you should watch Euphoria. It's pretty good. You got HBO Max, don't you? Yeah. Euphoria is a good show. Okay. I don't have that kind of time to watch everything. No, I'm just trying to kill till we get to the email. I kind of got no, it. I, I was just letting letting you guys talk it over. Yeah, I get a sense of euphoria every time I put on my mugsies. That's right, Plowhawk. Mm. There it is. Plowhawk. There it is. Better, Doug, there it is. It's like Yuri Collins dishing out an assist. Thanks, Dougie. Most comfortable and stylish men's jeans on planet Earth because they're designed by dudes for dudes. I'm talking about Muggsy, the most damn comfortable denim ever made and designed to fit you perfectly every single time. Say goodbye to old tight jeans that make your legs feel like they're being squeezed because Muggsies are crafted from their insane stretch material that moves and grooves with you and creates airflow down below. Mm. You never turn down a holiday party or a tailgate or anything like that again because it's too cold because now you're covered like a tasty little pig in a blanket. Oh. Thanks to Muggsy, they keep those acorns perfectly nice and toasty. So head to Muggsy.com right now. Staples that every guy needs in his closet. Not just jeans, but flannels, jackets, you name it. I got those joggers a couple days ago. They are outstanding pants. And of course they have their world famous jeans. So use promo code TMA when you head to Muggsy.com. And with that promo code, that gets you 10% off your entire order with free shipping and free returns. Again, promo code is TMA at Muggsy.com. 10% off your entire order. Free shipping and free returns. Free your balls once and for all. Mm. And experience life-changing comfort with Muggsy. There it is, Doug Muggsy. Uh, Michelob Ultra sponsor the studios here. The Ryan Kelly morning after Michelob Ultra, 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbs. It's Michelob Ultra studio sponsor and sponsor of our golf tournaments this coming year. And uh, I guess we can have our own golf tournament in Jamaica. Thousand dollars a man in. I'm out. All right, that'll. Can wrap we up. make it two thousand? Yeah, I was gonna say nice. too cheap for me. Well, I'm not yeah. bringing my club, so I'm. Jackson, you bring your clubs. I plan to. I mean, I got this travel bag. Let's bring them on. Even if I had a travel bag, I'm not lugging them. Yeah, I don't want to worry about them. I'm bringing a golf glove and uh, golf shoes. It's going to cost you another 30 or 40 bucks, too, with the uh, 
with the luggage fees. I just it feels so weird playing without my clubs. I feel like uh, I don't know. It's like wearing someone else's underwear. I don't know. For me, oh. a, for me, a shank is a shank, and <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can do it with any club. Doug, I've been working in the simulator, and I'm anxious to see if that simulator will translate to uh, to the Jamaican golf courses. I don't know. I don't know if it will or not. You know? I have to navigate the hawk. Yeah, they got the hawk up off the uh, the ocean blue. Would you call it the Atlantic Ocean, the Gulf of Mexico, or the Caribbean Sea, Ugh. or Caribbean Sea? I've always called it the Caribbean Sea. I don't know how much wind is. I don't know how close it is to the ocean. I haven't Jesse seen sent the, us that picture. It I haven't seen close. the course. Yeah. She sent us a picture. It looks like it's you know maybe a we have caddies quarter mile walk in there and mm. what the Stan? course record is. Stan, Stan will be there from Bell Reeve, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. It's time for the designer heating and cooling email today with Adam Sandler tickets on the line. Wow, what a prize. Yeah, it's nice. Unbelievable. Gift. Sure it is. Morning, guys. Hey, are there any posts on the fan page yet about Chip Carey? Oh, what's that? There were about 15 posts about the same damn thing within five minutes of one another. Good Lord, these Facebook Oozers. How about next time you're so giddy and excited to be the hashtag first person to post your typo-riddled thoughts on a dumb HD2 show fan page, mm. you take a deep breath, put down the QT hot dog, and actually take the three seconds to scroll down and see some moron who's equally not as funny as you are already beat you to it. Oh. None of you are unique, clever, or special. Thanks. Great show today. Ouch. Crestwood Coyote. Wow. Oh. Crestwood Coyote. Not happy. No, he's not happy at all. Morning, fellas. Have any of you noticed that Iggy and Plowboy have essentially switched roles over the past couple years? Hear me out. Two years ago, Iggy was the goofy guy behind the glass who would hop in to tell stories of how many prostitutes he's had sex with or how in his vast Hito experience, people of different cultures maintain different bushlings. Oh! <laughs> All of it funny anecdotes. Plowboy, on the other hand, understandably, as he was always under the threat of self-furlough, was the angry guy who would routinely go off on listeners, tell us how stupid we are or that we suck, Juxtapose that to today. Plowboy is a happy-go-lucky guy who hops in to share stories of that fire weed, that diggity-dank, or cracking jokes at dump truck drinks expense. Mm. Other than the Cardinals, which for some unknown reason he has scalding hot takes on, he's pretty chill. Iggy, on the other hand, seems to dislike anyone who is interested in the show, even people who he presumably was friends with at one point. Biff. Licks, Daddy Padre, Beer Cats, KG and O-Town, all people that Iggy seems to dislike for some reason. Hell, he's even pissed at the woman who filleted him oh. and sent uh, sent him breast pics on his DMs because she threw up and used towels. Wouldn't most 70-year-old men deal with just about anything for a 30-year-old? Jackson, did you read this before? I think Come on, Jackson. That's on me. It's on me. I, I, it's tough for me to read and listen at the same time. That's on me. I'll wear it. Uh, to uh, service him. Not a criticism, just an observation. Toodaloo. That's from Dingle My Berries. Oh. That one's on me. I'll wear it. Dingle Me Berries. There are so many sponsorship opportunities going to waste, and TMA is missing out on material dollars. I have several sketches and bits that I would personally like to sponsor, and I'm sure many other listeners in the audience would be willing to pitch in. For starters, can I please sponsor Iggy's Heavy Breathing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if we could monetize that, it'd be sweet. Every time the president of the Ken Earhart fan club does his Darth Vader impression, you could say something like this wrinkled old bag of bones desperately gasping for air like a drowning cat has been brought to you by the JV Golf Coach. <laughs> Can I also please sponsor the spanking of Jackson? I've got 50 bucks if the Mizzou fanboy screams my name while he receives his SWAT, and another 50 bucks if Jackson straddles his Frank Haith body pillow. Oh. Why do they have a Frank Haith body pillow? Why? Well, Where'd Tim you get that? Spanks his naughty little rear end. 
Another great idea would be to shoot video of the spanking, and then you could spend the next four to seven months, quote-unquote, editing that video without letting people see it in order to really build up some excitement. Finally, I'd like to sponsor the middle school jealousy feud between the Passport King and KG in O-Town. It's not often that a part-time fill-in can rattle the cage of a veteran with 30 years of experience, but maybe Iggy is worried about a Wally Pip cucksitch taking place right before our very eyes. I'd pay $200 if I could see them settle this quarrel in a mud wrestling match while the Sinbad interview plays on repeat. <laughs> Just a suggestion. Let me know what you think. That's from the JV yeah. Golf Coach. So he has ideas, Doug. JV Golf Coach with some nice ideas. Oh, goodness. Uh, let's see. We've got... Uh, well, they're, Doug, they're coming in fast and Are furious they as we broadcast. Okay, that's good. I guess they want the Adam Sandler tickets. Nobody should ever mispronounce Tim's name. Because after his show today, his name should be pronounced perfect. Oh, and all of this God. with Gramsy Gramps wanting to meet everybody's favorite Lee Harvey Oswald. <laughs> that story is faker than Hilaria Baldwin's fake Spanish accent. But this email's about irony. Women, I like them short in the five foot nothing range. Hmm. So then when I am emailing in with a giant surgation. Dreaming about the tall blue sweatered beefcake, I might as well change me status to in a sexual relationship with Doug Vaughn. Oh, because it's a sure bet it's gonna happen. That's from Harry, and then the last name is this Italian? It's Balzagna? Harry, it could be lasagna. <laughs> Harry Bozanle. So, just to be clear, Iggy thinks the people complaining about his breathing are the ones who deaf and need to get their ears cleaned. Wouldn't it be the people who can't hear the breathing who need to get their hearing checked? Canucks, Canucks, Brazzers, Rosers. Let's call the whole thing off. <laughs> oh, I like that. <laughs> Last month on Pepper and Genie, Iggy complained about having to pick up a key farb in order to do his laundry. and didn't understand why management might want to keep a record of the goings and comings, comings and goings at the communal laundry area at his rent-controlled dormitory for the underprivileged. <laughs> oh. Now he's complaining about having to be the doorman for this laundry area for an attractive lass and a bunch of guys who look like they send D-picks. Would you be more creeped out by some random D-pic sent via text or a voicemail from some neighbor old enough to be your grandpa warning you that he sees some D-pics in your near future? Squirting isn't pee. Double oh. egg yolks aren't chicken oh. diarrhea. Fight me. That's from Buck <laughs> Buck Swope with a nice little email. He's a regular now. Jackson Moore coming in as we speak, so if you have the time and you want to yeah, filter right. him, move him on in. Not a week, but... Uh, let's see. TMA has uh, done it again. You may think today's record-breaking numbers were due to the sincere conversation about St. Louis's crime or maybe the hot-off-the-press news regarding the Cardinals' future broadcaster. But in typical TMA fashion, they chose to disrupt the market with their battle-tested Trojan horse getting the ball to Iggy and then clearing the floor. As expected, the play call worked when Iggy began arguing with himself over the consistency of a make-believe cake he baked over the weekend, forcing him to reverse-engineer a point he was trying to make about whatever the hell is going on with the chickens nowadays in the midst of an absent-minded rant, resulting in the shocking conclusion he came to all by himself that mushy cakes must be linked to chicken diarrhea. The YouTube views began to skyrocket as the world was able to watch a man put his own brain in a blender in real time <laughs> during a baking argument he was having with himself. 
Tim, Plowsy, and Doug knew something magical was happening while Iggy squabbled with himself to figure out what he was talking about at the beginning of the double yoke tangent. Just a man as adorable little Elmer Fudd blouse zipped oh. up to his forehead. Oh. <laughs> and his hastily cobbled together thoughts, trying to piece together his original point from the few words and phrases he remembered saying hmm. while blathering about something nobody else even remotely interested in discussing. Oh. The world sat in awe. Iggy thought to himself, if I could just rediscover what my hijacking was supposed to be about. I can probably salvage this jumbled diatribe into a semi-logical argument, mm. or at least one or two coherent sentences about learned. Anyways, I'd like to have a job where I retell things posted on the internet. By the way, you guys see that thing my 18-year-old buddy SGO Kai posted yesterday. Thanks. That's from oh. Jagrar, Jagayar, and Jaguar. <laughs> the ja name alone. Jaguar, Jaguar, Jaguar. Uh, and finally, Jack. I'll wrestle in mud. That's from KG and O-Town, Doug, and he'll be oh. on the board. Uh, next week while we are in Jamaica. Uh, there it is. That's the Design Air Heating and Cooling email of the day. The question is, who who is going to get Adam Sandler tickets by winning today's Design Air Heating and Cooling email of the day? There were some good ones. <laughs> there were some good ones. Uh, Dingle Me Berries wasn't bad. Harry Balzania, Little Vile. <laughs> I thought the nice little email came from Buck Swope. I'm going to vote for Buck Swope. Turn the mic on. You're just a rube every day. Uh, you know, Jaguar, just keep yelling, emailing in. Every day you email in, I'll vote for you. So Every day? I'm voting for him. Oh, God. I don't know. I'm put to the test here. Yeah. That's not the email, White Buck. I thought the best one today, actually, was the JV golf coach. Oh. And I know that might be off-brand. Okay. So uh, is that the Plowsy? So the Plowhawk is the Speaker of the House, and you're giving out Adam Sandler tickets. Yeah, it's 100% JV Golf Coach. Wow! Dagnabbit, Lucas! This is really good. JV Golf Coach has shipped the Design Air Heating and Cooling email today, and he's going Adam Sandler on Friday, February 10th. That was a nice win for him. What a great win for the JV Golf Coach. I figured I was going to be alone on an island on that one. And don't get me wrong, I appreciate Jaguar, 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 yeah. and I like Buck Swope's work, sure. too. Well, the Jaguar, like, what gets in the way for me is, and it's his name is so good that sometimes you ignore, you know, the email wasn't great today. They have been in the past, but you can't just vote it because his name is funny. I don't I even know JV what it means. The best. <laughs> what does it mean? Like, Iggy was having trouble pronouncing the franchise in Jacksonville oh. that was going to be the St. Louis Stallions. Okay. Purple and, the purple and gold of the Stallions. Mm -hmm. Has anybody come up with purple and gold since then in sports? Am I, I don't missing know. somebody obvious? Like TCU. Lakers. They were God, my but the Lakers were around beforehand. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. High yeah. school, junior college, and college, all purple and gold. Really? All three of my schools are into a purple and gold. How about that? What are the chances? Isn't that crazy? Yes. I still have a Stallions uh, shirt at home with the NFL sticker on it. Right. They were supposed to uh, destroy all those, and I got one. Nice. You're sitting on a gold mine there. Well, make me an offer. Doug, what are you going to offer? Oh, is that 10 bucks? Yeah, 20 bucks. <laughs> Some guy offered me 100 and I said, eh. Really? Take it. You selling fan pages? No, if somebody said, give me 100 for it, I'll take it. Well, sure, take it now. I'd love to <laughs> sell yeah. and acquire fan pages. <laughs> what do you do? I sell fan go, pages. Go ahead and DM me. Your mergers and acquisitions. <laughs> yeah, fan pages. Uh, Jackson and I are going to have to go deal with the situation down the hallway okay. for an hour. You go deal uh, with Doug, you're going to be in here doing sound stories. Yeah. Couple of and then Jackson and I will do QFTA. Your questions, your comments, your erotic stories. You just want to flirt with us? Tima Kernan at InsideSTL.com. Uh, and then a sales meeting at 2 o'clock if anyone has come by for that. That's what we okay. got. Okay. There you go. Sure. There it is. There's the itinerary for the day. For the plot, for Action Jackson, for Kenneth Iggy Strode, for my brother Kevin, for Douglas Elvin Vaughn, I'm Tima Kernan. This has been the Ryan Kelly Morning After from the Michelob Ultra Studio. As